Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit stockinvest.us. Hi, and welcome to stockinvest.us podcast for week five. It's uh, Jim, and as usual, we'll look at the week ahead of us. We'll look at the week that we just left. We will go through some of the major companies, Tesla, Apple, Microsoft, to mention some of these. And uh, by the end of this session, we will look at my portfolio. Last week was a very special week. Uh, two weeks ago, week three, I described the possibility for a red week because markets were way overbought. It did not happen in week three, but it happened in week four, almost as I described it. But week four was a very special week. Uh, we had uh, GameStop and a few other stocks going total uh, bananas causing hedge funds to bleed heavily uh, and uh, right now you can read all over the news uh, about the good and the bad sides of what happened uh, and still is happening in the game stop uh, stock i will not comment too much uh, about uh, gamestop or uh, one of the others naked brand for instance uh, what i can say is that our systems at stockinvest.us who only use technical algorithms uh, to evaluate the score, um, started to advise a buy in GameStop already December the 12th. And since then, uh, since that time, our system have had either a buy or hold uh, and the stock have gained 2,246% since we first started recommending buy in games, uh, GameStop. Uh, it's not the only uh, stock doing very well. Most of the runners, we have had them as uh, buy candidates uh, for shorter or longer term. Some of the things that these algorithms do is looking at uh, volume, how volume is changing. Uh, volume is one of the very best indicators you can use uh, for change. In the case of GameStop, things happen that the Reddit channel, etc., etc. But uh, in the uh, world of technical analysis, you can see these things into the volume. Volume simply just show interest. Uh, right now, so many are asking, where can we look for stock? Who is into heading into a short squeeze, shorts, uh, shorted, etc. Uh, and there is many web pages. But from a technical point of view, you can also uh, look at stocks who have a, a positive change in volume. I often refer to this as possible runners. It's stocks that for some reason been very, very low uh, volume over a long time, suddenly start to pick up volume, just means that there is an interest present. And usually that interest um, is upwards. But let's look at the last week. Um, Nasdaq started the week uh, at 13,543 point, ended the week just above 13,000 points, 13,070, losing 473 points or down 3.5%. Dow Jones, more or less the same thing there. Uh, Dow Jones started the week just shy of 31,000 points, ending the week just below 30,000 points, 
uh, in total down 3.27%. It was um, a, a red week, and as I explained over the two last podcasts, uh, the buy signals, there have been way too much buy signals. The market's been so overbought. It's very seldom that we see this. And Stock Invest, we analyze more than 30,000 stocks around the world. We give them a sell, hold, or buy evaluation. And based on this, we can tell that right now, 31% of all the companies that we analyze, 30,000 as I said, is giving a buy signal. Last week, it was 44 percent so it dropped but most stock dropped last week if we go to nasdaq we can say that nasdaq uh, fell from 60 it was 60 percent of all companies gave buy signals by the beginning of uh, last week uh, but now it's 39 percent uh, new york stock exchange fell from 58 to 33 percent right now uh, London uh, is 31%, uh, Frankfurt is 35%, if you go to Asia, Tokyo is 25%, and Chesney in China is 13%. So last week, um, our systems uh, started to flip evaluation from uh, buy to hold. It's quite natural uh, thing uh, that uh, things uh, fall, they fall below support levels, and uh, the evaluation of the stock uh, get reduced. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will see uh, more slowing of the markets because they are still way too overbought. And the, the danger about being so what is that we can get real, real um, heavy falls. So far, we avoided it. The Nasdaq was almost down 3% one day last week, I think it was, uh, but managed to climb a little bit uh, during the day but there is um, this huge huge opportunity that we will get into some very very heavy red days so the best thing that can happen is for the exchange to have a natural reaction backwards it cannot continue to go upwards all the time but in a slow pace uh, start to reduce the temperature um, and we see this in all kind of stocks that the, the volume is falling uh, the price is falling it's a good combination what you want to see um, is getting down uh, to support levels because it's been going so fast that there is very few uh, support levels, uh, but finally starting to get somewhere close, a little bit more um, substance when it comes to support. And if you look at Nasdaq, Nasdaq is uh, just about 13,000 points. And uh, at 13,000, it finds uh, okay support all the way down to 12,500. Then there is very little support until 12,000 later, 11,005. So the question is what will happen this week? Nasdaq is in a very, very uh, tight rising trend. It's currently at the bottom of the trend. The good thing is the volume is following uh, the index. Uh, that indicates that um, there is a fair chance that uh, the stock, uh, the, the index soon will start to turn upwards. The relative strength index is also falling, but it's still high. It's 46, but at least it's been falling. It was 79 two weeks ago when Nasdaq hit 13,635 points, then it was way, way overbought uh, and having a natural correction now. 
trying to figure out what will happen next week. Will in, uh, will Nasdaq manage to stay within this narrow, no, uh, nice rising trend? Will this be the bottom? Will it turn up today, continue upwards, which most things indicate? It has to be a qualified uh, guess. The one thing is that the relative strength index is still high. Um, it has sell signals from short-term moving average, uh, still a buy signal from long-term moving average. 13,000 is a uh, round number. Last week was red week, so we for sure should see a green start on the week, but I'm not sure that it will hold. My guess is that we will break the trend line fall below 13,000, maybe go as low as 12,000 during the week, then start to push a little bit um, upwards again. And my very best guess is that it will end at 12,500 for Nostock by Friday. So all in all, I expect that the week uh, will be red. It should start green because there, should, uh, there is still this momentum all over, but this can suddenly turn over to more pessimism. I believe that will happen, start with a green day today. Even by end of the day, it could start um, falling a bit, that the rest of the week will be harder. But you never know, uh, markets are still... Uh, there is still a good momentum in markets, so it can turn up and it can turn very good. You never know. But my guess is that we will have yet another red week. And that will also give a further indication uh, what we can expect. As I say, Nasdaq's been in a very, very solid trend all the way since uh, November. Very narrow rising trend. If it breaks it, it's signaling uh, a possible change for the medium, even possibly the long term, it remains to see. But let's go straight um, over to uh, the stocks. And we will start with the major stock, uh, like we always do. Apple, last week I uh, said, I believe, um, Apple would end uh, the week at $134. I was not so far off. Um, Apple ended the week at 131.96. I was $2 off my target and I explained why I thought it. So what will happen now? What I do not like um, about Apple is the fact that the, the volume is very high. It's divergence against the price. The price is falling. The, the volume is going up. Uh, to me, that indicates that the stock should struggle during this week. And uh, the very best uh, case that I see is bouncing up today on a green day, then uh, moving horizontal uh, for the rest of the week, maybe even falling. Has buy signals from the long-term moving average, which sell signal from the short-term moving average. It's in the bottom of a very nice trend, just like Nasdaq. Uh, and it can, of course, bounce up. Let the trend be your friend is a very good saying. Uh, the only thing that I really don't like, as I said, the volume is in divergence with the price. And usually, usually when this happens, uh, the interest cannot stay uh, that high. Uh, and uh, the stock either slides sideways or fall a bit. So best guess, it will go up uh, first part of the day, uh, maybe in the first part of the week. Could be back to 137 maybe. Then start to fall back. Uh, it should hit low during the week. My guess is that it will hit low during the week at around 125, but ending somewhere around 130. So uh, 
so hard to say could even be 135 but let's uh, let's say 130 moving forward to uh, microsoft microsoft is and have been for a long uh, time favorite uh, Microsoft uh, hit high at $240 uh, last week, but fell on Friday, uh, ending 231.96. My guess was that um, Apple would end last week somewhere around 224, so I was um, a bit off. Microsoft did better uh, than expected. In the case of Microsoft, compared to Apple, the volume is following the stock very nicely. I like this, uh, indicates that uh, the stock should start to pick up again. I'm not sure if the support at today's level will hold or if it will fall back to 225 before continuing to push upwards. Relative strength index is uh, still high. Uh, the stock topped last week on Thursday on a very high RSE, overbought on RSE, then fell back. Total natural reaction. Buy signals from short-term moving average, long-term moving average, even had a golden star uh, on January 19th. Our system found uh, Microsoft to have a golden star, uh, indicating that the stock should continue to push upwards uh, in the medium to long term. For the week um, ahead of us, we have to try to find a possible ending by Friday. Uh, and it's a little bit hard. The volume is still very, very high. It's higher than the average uh, during uh, during a two three months period. The relative strength index is still, uh, still high, indicating that it should fall a bit further. So my guess is that uh, Microsoft will take a natural reaction back to the heavy support at 225. Bouncing up between 225 and 235, ending the week somewhere, my, my guess will be uh, 200 and let's say 227 uh, for the week, by the end of the week on Friday. But all in all, everything is, uh, is still looking okay. It's looking far better than longer because for a very long time, Microsoft was moving in a horizontal movement between $200 and $225. It's broken that, indicating that it should continue upwards. Going to um, a stock that is way harder to predict is Tesla. Uh, Tesla uh, is usually a trader's favorite, but last week, uh, Tesla felt the competition from GameStop and some of these other stocks causing the volume to fall uh, during the week. It's <clears throat> sorry, it's a not good or bad sign. The, the Tesla fell from 883 down to 793, so just below um, $800, but on very low volume. Usually this is... Uh, Okay sign, nothing dramatic in it. There is not a major, uh, uh, major amount of shareholders selling their shares. Uh, what we do know is that due to the GameStop events, um, several hedge funds had to close different market positions uh, to cover the debt uh, rising in their shorts for GameStop. 
I believe uh, it's a natural reaction. Last week I was a way bit too optimistic um, about uh, how uh, Tesla would do. It took a natural correction downwards. Currently at 800, there is really no big support before 700. And the question is, uh, will it now continue downwards to 700 before bouncing up? Uh, in the case of uh, Tesla, it um, has sell signals from the short-term moving average, still buy signals from the long-term moving average. Relative strength index uh, is starting to get very low. It's actually getting close to oversold. It's 35. It has to go below uh, 25 to turn uh, oversold, but it's very close there. So my guess is that Tesla might start um, red, but will very soon bounce up. Being a volatile share means that uh, it easily can fall to 700. Uh, as, there is, as I said, very little support before 700 before bouncing up, or it could even start straight off today and just climb for the whole of the week. My guess is that it will fall to 750, then start to bounce upward, facing resistance at 800. And by end of the week, I'm not sure, given a negative uh, market, that it will manage to break under, uh, break 800, but stay somewhere between 750 800. So uh, my guess uh, for the week ahead of us is that by Friday, we will see Tesla ending the week just around today's price. No major movements for Tesla. It will be um, up before down, but ending, uh, let's say 7.75 for the week. But uh, for a few weeks, I've been a bit off uh, on my Tesla evaluation. So it remains to see uh, if this will be the case also next week. As I said, Tesla is a very, very hard uh, stock to predict. If we go to um, to the next stock, uh, Neo. Neo is one of my uh, favorite. As I said, I'm uh, I believe in uh, electrical vehicles. Uh, it's it's the future. And uh, Biden already admitted to buying one million electric vehicle cars. So this is the kind of future. But they are taking a natural reaction downwards, like all the stocks you have to remember how fast these stocks have been moving upwards so for them to move downwards is it's kind of a natural reaction there is really nothing majorly scary about that and if you look at uh, neo neo is in a rising trend as a buy signals from the long-term moving average but like all the other shares i just mentioned the sell signals from the short-term moving average the volume is at all-time low so there is not much uh, volume and neither much volatility right now in the NEO stock. I believe this will start to pick up uh, and uh, that uh, the week as such, uh, it should continue a little bit downwards, maybe downwards to 55 before turning and pushing upwards to the 60, 62 range. But I don't manage to see this be the week where it passed previous high at 62, 70. Uh, I foresee more a horizontal movements uh, and ending the week could be anywhere between, I would say, 55 and 60. So I'll just keep uh, my best guess that by the end of the week, Neo will end uh, close to 55. 
when it comes to um, uh, NEO, I also have to mention that I personally have a stake in NEO, so I could be a bit uh, biased about the analysis there. Looking at um, Amazon, uh, Amazon uh, is supposed to put uh, the quarter numbers up tomorrow. That will affect the stock majorly. It's been moving uh, horizontals for weeks, even months now, between $3,000 and $3,300. Uh, have uh, a few uh, sell signals from double top formations. Uh, fall, it was falling all, all, uh, all last week. I said I believed um, Amazon to end at $3,200 last week, ending at 3206 So I was extremely close on my guess about Amazon last week. What will I be this close uh, for next week? I do not know. There is nothing indicating in the volume that something majorly will happen. There is a fair chance that the stock will bounce upwards, has some buy signals from the long-term moving average, but like Apple, Microsoft, etc., I sell signals from the short-term moving average. Relative strength index is 52, just in the middle, but it's falling, so it still needs to find a pivot bottom in the relative strength index before indicating that the stock will continue upwards. So my guess for um, Amazon is I was thinking uh, hard and long. What, what will it be? Because it's a bit hard to, to say. Um, my guess is that Amazon actually will push upwards. I believe uh, Amazon, uh, we know that uh, the quarter results is going to be very good uh, for Amazon. And I think that can push uh, some volume uh, into the stock, pushing it above $3,250 and pushing it upwards to $3,300. And since the stock now is, if that happens, uh, is turning in the middle of this horizontal uh, trend, which it's been in for so long, I think actually it will be able to have the momentum to break the $3,300 uh, limit. So, I do believe uh, Amazon will do good this week, will push above uh, this 3,300, which has been struggling so long, 3,326 to be exact, for so long. I think it will break it. I think we will see a nice race. Could be as high as 3,004, maybe even 500 uh, on some intraday uh, trading before falling down. Uh, and by the end of the week, uh, I believe it will fall to what will become the roof of the previous um, rectangle formation and ending the week around 3,350 points. That will be uh, dollars. That will be uh, up $100 or 3% or something like that for um, Amazon this week. Anyway, it looks way better than um, Apple, Microsoft. Um, there is uh, sell signals in the stock indicating uh, we will see, will they hold, will the pure technical analysis, be correct or will I be correct? You will know by the end of the week. I think you will get the answers today or tomorrow because being able to break this 3,300 and you will see something nice happen in Amazon. We are heading towards uh, the end of um, this podcast. Uh, I always try to make them short, but they keep being long. 
hopefully will manage to be a bit shorter than normal. So what happened uh, in uh, my portfolio this last week? I've been expecting uh, red weeks a few weeks. Uh, so gradually I've been reducing my total exposure in the stock market. Uh, and uh, that came to my benefit uh, last week. I am down to less, actually no, unless I'm at 45% uh, in the market. Uh, as I said, reducing week by week. And uh, last week I had to take uh, some red, like uh, most of you did, but not that bad. And since half of my already, half of my um, balance already is in the bank, uh, seems like I made a good decision about that. But we will uh, start. I have a portfolio, as I said, I have a few portfolios, but this portfolio, which I mentioned in the podcast, is, um, I would say, a bit of high-risk portfolio. I divide uh, into three uh, categories. I divide into low, medium, and high-risk stocks. And um, I put a certain weight, depending on how I see the market progress, into each of the uh, of these categories, and uh, when uh, when I started, the the I had fifty percent of uh, my capital into what I considered love stocks. But I decided two weeks ago to sell uh, out uh, these takes take that profit from these stocks and keep medium and high uh, risk stocks. The reason for this is that. By the end of, the, uh, of a very uh, good market, you often see uh, medium high risk have this tail where they move very fast, very quick. And since I already secured most of my profit, um, uh, I chose to keep uh, my medium and high risk stocks. Let's look at the medium stocks. In the medium uh, stock, I keep NEO, I believe, in uh, in NEO, and you've been doing so good in my portfolio. Last week was not the very best week uh, for NEO, ending at 57. But NEO remains in my portfolio. I think it will do good. Um, and I want to be in the market. As I said, there is quite, quite uh, a lot of momentum into electrical vehicles. So I still believe uh, this stock will do good. I have uh, some oil shares in this portfolio. I have a stock called Petrogeo Service, Norwegian company. It's a kind of volatile stock, but I believe it will do very good in medium to long term. It was no, never a very short term investment. You cannot say it. I've been very bullish to oil prices. Oil been very horizontal for the last few weeks, now moving around $52, $53. But I believe oil will continue upwards. And um, uh, this... Uh, Petrogeo service, I believe, will do uh, very good. But it was not uh, the very best uh, week for Petrogeo service. And currently, uh, over the last four weeks, uh, it's been losing 15%. But I bought this stock very, very cheap and have a very high stop loss for Petrogeo service. Uh, I also uh, run in this medium, what I call medium risk part of my portfolio, XPEV. I bought XPEV a few weeks ago, and uh, since I bought it, it's uh, up 7%, so it's been doing very good. Last week was not the very best week for XPEV, but I still believe these stocks, it could be that they will uh, go horizontal this week. 
actually you never know but i believe in them and i will hold them uh, for a bit more on the high end uh, part of my portfolio is uh, some uh, penny stock stocks that move uh, usually very fast i keep uh, diffusion in my portfolio i've been trading diffusion for months now doing very good in diffusion i understand the stock i understand the movements makes it a little bit easier to trade it it's penny penny uh, penny stock i've been waiting for uh, the real gain of it but i uh, have huge gains just since i started to mention my portfolio i started in uh, first of january i started to mention which stocks in this portfolio diffusion been up 43 percent uh, and uh, i believe this week will be a good week for diffusion we will see penny is penny i also bought um, autos uh, and uh, made very good money in autos doubled my money but autos went even further uh, but autos was sold with 94% gain uh, last week, so it's a good stock. Uh, I still keep um, Arbus. I think Arbus will do good, but it was not the very best week for Arbus. But still, since uh, the beginning of these podcasts, it's up 6.5%. In total this week, it was a red week. In total this week, the portfolio fell 2.83%, but the markets fell 3.5%. Uh, so I did a little bit better than, uh, than the market itself. So all in all, I'm quite happy. For the week um, ahead of us, I do not change my positions. I do not buy any new stocks. Uh, I forgot to mention I have uh, Zoom. I bought uh, Zoom. I believe Zoom will do good. It's struggling a bit now. There has very little uh, momentum. There is really no interest in the stock. But I believe Zoom will do a second run. Uh, but it is very close to be sold from stop loss. Currently, since I bought Zoom, I'm down 7%. Uh, all in all, uh, happy about uh, the week that left. It was not uh, good. It was neither too bad. And a little bit uh, about stock trading is trying to uh, increase your gains and reduce your losses. If you manage to do that, uh, your trading will be better and in the very end you will see the results uh, actually also on your bank account i'll not do any changes in portfolio for this week i might sell a few stocks depending uh, how the market uh, evolves uh, and continue this path of reducing my stock market exposure I believe we're heading for some major falls. And when these things happen, if you have some money in the bank, cash is king. So I'd rather lose a little bit at the very end, uh, just to be sure. So that was uh, this week's uh, podcast. Uh, I know many of you are stuck to the screen watching GameStop and some of the other stocks now. Just remember, with such volatile stocks come huge risks. It's very easy to uh, lose whatever you gained. You can do that in just a few seconds. I believe it was Friday or Thursday. Uh, GameStop was up, up and down 75% just during a day, which is extreme uh, volatility. My very best advice, I will not uh, tell you not to buy uh, because as long as people want to push this stock up or it's a collective thing right now pushing this stock, it can go even to $1,000, you never know. Uh, it's the market deciding. 
But if I'm to give any sort of advice, is try not uh, to use getting play with money you can afford to lose. Because if for some reason that air get out, we saw what happened when the when um, Robin Hood and some of these other brokers uh, suddenly just stopped allowing people to buy the shares. Uh, there can be many things happening and the uh, the air can go out of the balloon uh, instantly. Either if you're geared, depending on what kind of uh, broker you have, but your positions can be foresold. Um, so play with money or afford uh, to lose uh, in a stop like GameStop. It is so hard to keep a trailing stop loss because it moves uh, so incredibly fast. You have at least to have... Uh, enough space for uh, some volatility. You cannot have 5% stop loss in GameStop. You need uh, more. I wish you the very best of luck. Hope you will do lots of green and we will speak again next week. Bye. This podcast was brought to you for free by Jim Sternberg and StockInvest.us. If you like to support the podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash Jim Stromberg.